friends and not family. Welcome to the Long D Podcast. My name is Liv. I am joined today by longtime friend Jess. How you doing welcome today? in. Welcome in. <laughs> so exciting. It is very exciting. This is our first episode. We'll see how this goes. Right? Um, I mean, a little bit of backstory. We became friends back in 2016. Yes, we did. In high in school. High school. <laughs> Gym class. First day of the year crazy times and then we didn't talk again for like a year and a half I was just gonna say what's crazy is I barely remember that day barely Mm -hmm. remember that day don't really remember meeting you because I I if correct me if I'm wrong you left that class I did I did that was my only day in that class it was gym class and I went fuck this I'll take it online (laughs) exactly so I got stuck in it with other people but what ended up happening is like your junior year my senior year is when we got pretty close because we had the same we were we were weird we were in the tv and film magnet so that's where we like got a lot closer yes and then I also had a yeah it was one of them no it was Mm -hmm. junior senior year um and then we got even closer because I had a friend breakup that was insane and it involved you and like I hope she watches this and sees, you know what? I want to just say thank you to the crazy bitch that brought us together. Exactly. Yes. Both of them, both of them. Cause let's all sign. There was four girls involved in this entire thing. Two of them went crazy and we were like, well, I guess we're stuck together. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally. Which ended and up like, being great at the end. And it, it broke off like two and two. And then they had a huge blowout breakup where one of them was like, hey, did she used to hit you too? And I was like, yes, all the time. She was crazy. See, I never got close with that one, yeah. with the crazy one. We would cheer in there, but after everything that you told me about her, I was like, you know what? I already had a weird feeling. You get that yeah. inkling about somebody and you're like, she'd stay away. And her mom outed me to my parents. Did she actually? She did, and- was like, it's disgusting that you kissed a girl. And I was like, karma is a god. Oh, it sure is. I I think of Taylor Swift's song Karma, and it just applies in so many areas of my life where I'm like, I've either chosen to be quiet and not comment, and then it like comes back to bite other people in the ass. And I'm like, huh. Exactly. That's why I feel like, I don't get so angry at people because it's like, you know what, no matter how dirty you do me, it's always going to come back around in some way, shape or form. And it is, and it never fails, never fails. Karma is seriously a bitch. And uh, we especially have seen it happen to multiple people that we've both had in our lives since we've known each other. (laughs) Yeah. We've been sitting in the front row seat with a bag of popcorn. It's been great. You know, it's been really, really great. Like, don't get me wrong. I've gotten my own karma for different things, but it's usually oh, for yeah, like being a dumbass. Oh, um, me too. Me too. Yeah. Um, but then we had a friend breakup. We did not talk to each other for two years. Yeah, that's very true. So we definitely are going to have to do an episode on friendship breakups because, like, I was so depressed. <laughs> I like literally. <laughs> You can ask people. I like would sit there and I'd be like, I used to be best friends with this girl. And I just like, like literally right before we got like 
reconnected, I would like cry to the guy that I was with where I was like, you don't understand what it's like to have someone who's like genuinely sees you as you are and is like this, like love you here for your ride, like genuinely a ride or die. And then to like lose that because of something stupid. And then it was like, I feel like we got so close literally immediately after reconnecting or it was literally like, yeah, cool. Like that was weird. LOL. Anyways, picking up where we left (laughs) off. And he was like, I don't get it. And I was like, you're, and you never will until you find somebody like that. I was like, you never will. Of course you won't get it. Like, exactly. Exactly. She's seen my butthole. Okay. (laughs) You don't (laughs) just lose someone like that. You can't. You literally can't. No. There's, there's no way. And like with people like that in your life, who, ha- who know too much, it's like okay, we either stay friends forever, or we both just die. One of us has to die, right? <laughs> and you know what? If we break up, that's it's literally. I see all these like TikToks of men that are like, "That's fine. I'll wait for you to go take a nap, eat a little snack, and you'll be like, you'll be fine." The, the I feel nap like we lasted about that. two years, but but it was still a nap. Exactly. I'm sorry. So I'm in I'm in the future home studio. Um ah, okay. Right now it's just storage, which is why there is an echo, nothing in here. Both of the cats are with me because they're just dingleberries that want to be up my asshole all the time. Then it's fine. <laughs> we okay. love it. That's the complete opposite of my what mine are doing. They're currently sleeping in as they possibly can from me, but that's okay. Love them regardless. So tell me about your week. Let's let's catch up because I have a story about my week that I would love to share with you. And it leads us into a little activity. Oh, goodness. Okay. So my week is just like any other week, except I got roped into going to SeaWorld yesterday. So I went to SeaWorld yesterday. Um, four children, got sunburned and left. Also got so drunk at SeaWorld. This is what happened. I We went around, I want to say like 11 or so, hadn't eaten anything. We're like, you know what? We're going to be surrounded by kids all day. Let's go to the bar. All right. Keep in mind, there is nothing in my system, but Celsius, there's caffeine and that's it. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll have a margarita. I'm sitting on those, you know, those chairs, the patio chairs that have the holes in them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So I sat on one of those wearing shorts. So I'm sitting there for a while. I'm trying to pace myself. And I'm at that, what was it? You got polka dot ass. Oh, I have polka dot ass. I was sitting in that chair thinking, damn, it, it really, it really kind of hurts. Like something, I, I, you know, let me adjust. Maybe that didn't help. And I was like, you know what? If I stand up now, I got to that point where I was like, if I stand up, I'm going to feel every ounce of alcohol in my system. So once it was time to actually stand up, my ass cheeks healed out of the holes on the chair. And I was like, damn, that really hurt. I get home, bruises, bruises this big on, on <laughs> underneath my ass cheeks on both sides. And it's about this big around. And it's, it's like all, I wish I could show you right now, but I can't, but oh my God. there. So are you genuinely bruises. have polka dot ass. You have bruised I genuinely polka have, dot ass. I have bruised butt. I sure do. <laughs> I sure do. And not it's, from it's a fun ridiculous. time. Not Never from a fun time. Never. This is ridiculous. So- you said you were you were watching kids? I sure was. Those I kids. got roped into it by coworkers. Um, it was absolutely not my coworkers' kids. Two of them are like 13, 10 and 13, so they're older. The other one is four, and then the youngest one was 
about 18 months old. So just over a year old. Oh God. Who brings an 18 month old to see? Oh, he was the great. Oh, he was the good one. He, he just walked around. They can't do anything. Oh, he couldn't do anything. No, but all he wanted to be the hip. But the four-year-old likes to run around and smack random people's asses and laugh. And then if you try and grab him, he will bite you. (laughs) Just, you gotta like cover yourself. And do you remember the like spicy nail polish that they used to give people that would bite their nails? Oh, yeah. Just like lather that on yourself. So when they bite you, they're like. (laughs) Yeah, that should be something that his mom should do. But she's, she's a great mom. She's just stressed out. She's got one crazy ass kid. And then she's the baby. And she's like, you know what? My baby needs me more than this one does. <laughs> eh, fair. This one fair can enough. feed itself. He sure can. Yeah. <laughs> and he chooses to use, to bite people's arms. <laughs> Toddlers do scare me a little bit. But this one like nervous. spooky part about having children is like oh. eventually they become assholes. They do. And you're responsible. Yeah, you can't just let it go. That's the fun of being like the fun aunt is like, oh, I'll take care of them for a little bit and be like, all right, you need to take this thing back. Right. Take it back where it belongs. I'm done. I'm done. I mean, okay. So I have a niece right now who is about 18 months old, a little more. They're working on potty training. So they have like a potty training potty that they leave in the living room and they will like take her diaper off and- let her walk around without pants on to be like, do you need to go potty? Go sit on the potty. But like, she's doing this thing where she'll piss on the floor. And then like, she slipped on it and like fell into her (laughs) piss the other day. And like, my sister's like, it's bad enough that she pisses on the floor, but then she like slips in it and is like confused when like, girl, you were watching it come out of you. You knew you pissed there. And I was like, I mean- (laughs) How do you like not laugh in that situation? Like you have to like be like, oh no, well next time we got to go on the potty. You can't be like, you just slipped in your own piss and like you kind of deserved it. (laughs) Yeah, I I immediately thought, you know, that video of the dog that goes to like, that has the egg in its mouth, breaks the egg and slips on it. I immediately thought of that. I could never be a parent. I can't do it. The older I get, the more I'm like, I can't be a mom. I can never be a mom because all I'm going to do is laugh at my kid. My ideal future state is that this podcast blows up and I, I've told Bear that like, I would like to move to central Florida. Like I get a big fancy house and you have like your own wing in it. And like, I'll have kids. You can be a fun aunt, but we'll just like have a big lot that we live on together and we continue doing this podcast and I'll have kids. I want to have kids, but also do, does it scare me? Yes. I think it's because I'm getting closer to the age where like, I know I'm going to have them, Yeah, me too. but I'm like, and like people around me are having kids and they're like, yeah, I like had a gaping hole from my pussy to my asshole. And I'm like, (laughs) I forgot that that happens. Oh yeah. No, I, I, the older I've gotten, the more I'm like, I don't know if I'm fit. Like I, the idea of having my own child is, is nice. Like I would like to have one, but the the responsibility that comes with having a child is something that's really keeping me from like, yeah, let's just do it. If I get like, if I were to get pregnant right now, I'd be terrified, not excited. You know what I mean? Same. I think that's with a lot of mothers too, though. I'm a bitch and I can't turn that, that fear into excitement. I'm just gonna be scared the whole time so that's fine like yeah I'm at the point where it's like if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't we'll yeah see. I'm not gonna kill myself if I don't have kids like no me either yeah me either I don't feel like passing on anything and there's to- there's like besides like it's fun 
and then like people are coming out nowadays and being like it's actually really tough which like yes absolutely but like there's really not much incentive to having kids like it's so expensive and like there's the justification that people make of like you get tax breaks and it's like not really like yes you get like ten thousand dollars a year in a tax return for having a child but you spend like a million dollars on kids over their lifetime and like you don't have to but like to have to give exactly to give birth is like twenty thousand dollars which is insane because it's like like, it's it's like being in between a rock and a hard place when it comes to giving birth it's like okay i'm at the hospital or do I go the route where I'm not financially stable enough to go to the hospital and have that giant bill, do it at home and possibly have all those complications, the pain, you know, it's more intimate, but there's higher chance of risk. So it's like unpopular opinion. Like I totally get the like benefits of a home birth and all that. If you're first time having a child, you are having the child at home power to you but that is balls to the walls crazy oh it is like I've considered like birthing centers but even then I'm like I feel like I would want to be in a hospital because like just in case right because it's not this is your first child you don't know how your body's gonna react you don't know what that pain it feels like I'm I'm totally cool with getting drugs do I want to try it without absolutely but also, ouch. Oh, I am all for it. I have always been the person that's like, if I ever have children, I don't care. I want an epidural. I want all the drugs that you can <laughs> give me. I don't want to feel anything. That's just how it is. Sure. I'm going to be in the hospital for sure. But for example, like my sister, when she had my nephew, my mom was telling her, she was like, I think I want to try it at home. You know, I, I don't think I want to get an epidural. I don't want to do any of this. My mom was like, "You good luck. Go ahead and try. And she got about like, what is it? How many centimeters is it until they're like, all right, you can't get an epidural at all. I think it's six. She was at like four or five. And she was like, oh, you know what? Give it to me. And they were like, you were this, this close, this close to not getting that chance to take it all back. That is. And that's like kind of my fear is that I'm like, I can do it. And like, I do think I can like, absolutely. I think if I prepare, I could totally do it. Right. But what if I wait too long and they're like, sorry, your pussy's too big. Like, well, that, I mean, there's a certain point where it's like, if you can think you can do it, you know, you, you want to, you want, and you have that it's something that you want. It comes to a certain point where you have to, you have no other choice at this point, but to just raw dog the entire thing. And that happened to a girlfriend of mine that I used to work with where like, she was like, I just want to like, try it, whatever. And then she was like, okay, like I'm exhausted. It's been so long. Like, please give it to me. And they were like, you're actually ready to start pushing. And she was like, oh, and she waited six years to have another child. Like it was traumatic for her. Oh, see, you know what? That's exactly why I'm going to have every bit of every last Like immediately drag it up. Come on. I collectively have enough trauma to last an entire lifetime. I don't need childbirth to be one of them. You know what? Let's just let's let's try and, and lessen the amount of traumatic experience that will come from Absolutely. that. And just drug me up, please. That's, I'm like, I would love to be a doula for like that reason, because like I used to volunteer in like postpartum of a hospital and like I remember that. certain OBGYNs are like assholes and are like, well, this is what works for me. And it's like you aren't in control here. Like. I get that you want to go home, but like that's not how it works right so so anyhow let's um, hear how your 
was. I got code enforcement called on me because my lawn was too long. Oh. And okay. So Bear's in town and he was planning on mowing my lawn. His parents had an extra mower. He was going to go pick it up, but it had been a couple weeks. My lawn was long. And also I'd had a neighbor who was like, my grandson will mow your yard for $35. I said, sure. She said, we'll keep an eye on it and I'll send him over. Can you just pay him day up? I was like, yeah, absolutely. He never came over. Like I agreed. He never came by. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to let it grow out until it like gets to a point that like I need to deal with it. Bear said he would deal with it. He went on a vacation. It got longer. One of my neighbors, like code enforcement doesn't just like come around making sure things are okay. They have to get called. So one of my neighbors, probably the bitch whose grandson didn't clean my fucking yard, called code enforcement and went, this person's yard is too long. They came out, they measured my grass. And like, I was in my car doing a therapy call and I looked at my therapist and I was like, I guarantee you this car is code enforcement and they're going to come talk to me. He comes up, knocks on my car window because I'm not going to do therapy. Well, like I have someone I'm probably going to talk about in therapy in my house. Right. And this man was like, hi. And I looked at him and I went, hi, like it's for the lawn, isn't it? And he was like, yeah. I was like, okay, well, like we just got a mower, like we're mowing it today. And he was like, okay, like, well, one of your neighbors called us. So like, here's everything you can call your landlord to get it. And I was like, I'm actually the I own my homeowner. House. He went, right, but your landlord. And I went, I don't think you're I understanding me. Home. Right. I went, I am the homeowner. This is my property. I just bought it. And he was shocked, shocked. And I was like, what about me? It looks like I can't own a home. And I'm, I'm so ready to fight right now. Fuck you, <laughs> sir. You don't think a woman can own her own home? A young woman, too. A young you, woman. You, you exceeded I a did goal it for spite. that that is. I, you know what? I did it through spite, honestly. And because I thought it would be like silly, goofy fun to do. And it is. Don't get me wrong. Is it a lot of work? Also, yes. But like people told me that I could. And then my parents told me I shouldn't. And so I was like, fuck you. I also had an ex-boyfriend that was like, I think it's a bad idea for you to do it. And I was like, oh my God, I love that you think that. So now I have to go buy a house and go, oh, you still live with your mommy. (laughs) He doesn't actually, I very much value his friendship, but he does talk down to me. Um, and I think he still sees me as an 18 year old with daddy issues. So I was like, now I have to prove everyone wrong. Now Um, I'm a homeowner with daddy issues. So exactly. Exactly. Fuck my ass. And what are you renting? Guess who has equity in land? This bitch. But like, I live in Kentucky. So it's also like, I live in Kentucky. So buying a home is like way cheaper here than it would be in a lot of other places. So. Oh yeah. Let's, let's, we should probably go over that. I'm in Orlando, Florida. Yeah. I'm in Louisville, Kentucky. I live in a closet that I pay $1,100 for, which I understand that that's very cheap, but I also live in a closet. Like literally it is a 350 square foot apartment. If you want to call it that technically a studio, but it's the size of a large closet. I guess what's crazy to me, my mortgage is like 1650. That is wild. So I only pay like $500 a month more in like a base payment. I have four bedrooms. Absolutely insane. I guarantee you one of your bedrooms is 
this size or oh my this size. my primary size. bedroom is probably the size of your entire apartment oh that makes that, that that makes sense here let's see what the average um price of a house right now okay while you're doing that i'm gonna let the cats out all right so what i'm seeing in june 2023 in orlando florida there was a less homes for sale than in may 2023 while the average time on the market in June 2023 was 30 days, the median list price was $369,781. Oh, yeah. Which my parents are in South bad. Florida. They live in, it's a big house, but like it is falling apart. It's currently valued at over $800,000. And I'm like, sell it. Oh, get, oh, please get rid of it. Yeah. Like it's insane. And that was something that like, I literally had people that were like, if you can afford to buy a house right now, do it. Like interest rates will eventually get lower, but the cost of a house is never going to be as low as it is now. Never. That's very true. And I was like, true. Yeah. Like, sure. And also I was looking at rent in my area and I was like for a two bedroom apartment, because like I used to live in a one bedroom apartment that I was paying $800. It was like $880 a month for a one bedroom tiny apartment Mm -hmm. and I was like this is fine but I'm also in in fucky where like what what's here genuinely right um horses bourbon like this would be great if I was a horse girl unfortunately I'm not um (laughs) but like at least I like I have a place to live I'm so grateful that I did it because now it's like I have a room that I'm gonna turn into a studio I have like a big thing for me was I wanted to have enough space that one I can grow into because I do want to have a family in the next couple years, but also I can like have people come up and visit and stay and actually have a place to be. Like I had someone come visit me at my old apartment and like I slept on a futon while they slept in my bedroom and it was like, there's no space. Right. So now I have space, but yeah. So I got code enforcement called on me. It was so rude. Um, And I, I really hope that when they do anal shit comes out, um, (laughs) that is my wish for whoever called code enforcement on me. (laughs) Ha ha kisses. Um, but it inspired me. Love you. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Loves it for me and you. Um, not very neighborly, not very Southern charm. If you ask me kind of cunty Karen. So either way. So it inspired me. I made a list of dumbass government jobs. So I will give you the name of a government job. Okay. I encourage you to guess what they do. I will tell you what they do according to Google. And I would also love to hear your guess as to how much they make. All of these jobs, we have one, two, three, four, five, five of them. Okay. All government positions. I'd like to preface this that I'm kind of fucking dumb. So we'll see how this goes. It'll be great. So first we have a code enforcer. Okay. So this is the one that's been called to your house. So this is somebody that enforces dumbass rules. Well, I, 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 how do I explain it? Because if they get called to check on the length of your grass, you know, things have to be up to code. It's somebody that's like, oh, this this building has to be up to code. You know, there there's somebody that keeps like regulates rules and stuff like that. I think that they get paid fifty thousand dollars a year. Okay, so and it it's an average, you know, across the country. Okay. Um, so a code enforcer does enforce city ordinances, like 
if you have a lot of dogs that are barking, living outside, they will get called to be like, Hey, you have to bring your dogs and like stuff like that. Um, mowing your yard and protect property value in your area. So there's rules basically to protect property value, like, you know, having dogs outside, having trash outside, which I will keep in mind the next time you bet your ass. I'm going to turn into a Karen on these bitches. Um, (laughs) We're on zoom because we're long distance just for clarification. So I apologize if the audio quality isn't great. We're working on it, Um, but they make an average of up to $59,000. Okay. I was almost there. Almost there. Was pretty close. So, next role is supervisor of the Motion Picture Preservation Lab. Motion Motion Picture Preservation Lab. Supervisor of the Motion Picture Preservation Lab. Motion Picture Preservation Lab. What the hell is even that? Motion Picture. Okay, I immediately think like TV and film. Motion Picture, right? Mm-hmm. Preservation Lab. Yep. Is what's really throwing me off. Cause it's so a pre- something's being preser- preserved. Right. Is okay. This may be, I think I'm thinking too deep into this. This may be a complete stretch because I also have to remember this is a dumb, these are dumbass government jobs. Is this somebody that th- my only guess, and I feel like an idiot, my only guess is somebody like like old, old films, old movies, old this, old that is kept away. Is kept away. This is this is a relic. And somebody just needs to stand in that room or stand outside the door and make sure nobody gets to them. Right. You're close. $85,000 a year. Really? $85,000. Wow. Okay. So they scan and restore old military footage and old movies kept by the government. Okay. The okay. salary ranges from fifty three point five. dollars to $67.8,000 a year. Yeah, so I, I I went a little high, but I'm, I'm, I'm surprised myself. That's not yeah. too bad. It's not too bad. They just like, they clean like reels of footage and digitize them and like okay. categorize them. I honestly, I'd probably do that. I mean, it's not, it's not bad for the salary and like, it doesn't seem hard. No, not at all. This one you're going to love. Okay. Puppy webcam guru. Okay, so this is so, okay. This is somebody that just sets up the camera and films like like puppies playing around and those little pens and stuff like, like that. Um, I feel like the, the the amount of money that they make is comes solely off the viewership. And that, is that like a real job? Is this something that like this is not just a side hustle? This is somebody's full like this is what they do for a living. So. This is actually a portion of what they do for a living. Portion of what they do for a living. What the puppy cam guru? Yeah. Is that just a portion of what they like the bigger picture? Yes. Like they have another role, but this is part of it. All I can think of is they're just like filming. This is what they they, they just film puppies all day. Um, I would guess like it's probably like $30,000, $20,000 out of their entire salary. So... The Denali National Park in Alaska has a park ranger who is responsible for setting up and maintaining the live feed of the dogs living in the park. This includes like dogs that just roam and also their sled dogs. Mm. They make $49,600 a year. 
just from that it, well it's they're a park ranger and they do it oh okay what okay oh yeah so our next one is the planetary production officer planetary production officer yeah i think you're really gonna love this one planetary production officer correct oh it might be protection i'm sorry i i googled it so these might not be labeled exactly correct so if it, okay, that, I mean, that makes a little bit more sense. Planetary protection officer. Yeah. Okay. Something to do with the planet. I mean, it, it, this is probably somebody that works for NASA. Yes. It's a NASA job. For it sure. is. They probably just sit in front of a computer all day and like look at pictures that all the, the, the satellites bring in and be like, all right, planet, planet Limbus has been good for 30 years. Like, all right, yeah. we're good. This one's fine. They get paid $95,000 a year for that. So... It is a NASA officer who protects, and this is a direct quote, solar system bodies from Earth contamination and prevent harm to Earth from extraterrestrial life forms. So they protect us from aliens and protect aliens from us. Okay. They make between 124.4 and $187,000. I mean, they must be doing a good job. Haven't had the alien. I don't know. I've seen ET. Same. I explain mean, that hey, to I me. Mean, <laughs> hey, explain that. Maybe what yeah. is what the hell is ET about? Was, did I want to know if they hired one of these guys? Did Steven Spielberg hire you? Is this Listen, real? I know damn well if I was a kid and 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 that thing came out of my closet, I can tell you this much: I would beat that thing. I would beat that thing with a fucking <laughs> hammer. I would. I would never be like, oh, he's so cute. Let's put a wig on it. Let's put a wig on it and take it out and do things with it. Terrifying. Yeah, no. But okay, he, so, I mean, this. go ahead. So I have one last one. This job is the census cowboy. The census cowboy? Census cowboy. Uh, 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 it's just a not your average cow- average cowboy. and He makes $65,000 <laughs> a year. So... Chicago's mayor created a position for a census cowboy who rode a horse through the areas of Chicago with the lowest participation in the census to encourage participation. At the time, Chicago's mayor stated that it was not a paid position, but the cowboy stated he was paid $1,000 a day and rode around for five days. He made $5,000 to dress up as a cowboy, ride through the areas of town where people weren't filling out their census and be like, yeehaw. Census time. A thousand dollars a day. A thousand dollars a day. Yep. I and then he got arrested. I do want to emphasize <gasps> that he did get arrested. Um, which is how I found the article was they were like Chicago census cowboy arrested for something. I don't know what, but God bless Chicago Chicago's census a weird cowboy. Place. Mm-hmm. Oh God bless, yes. Bless their God heart. Bless. bless their heart. Six one half a dozen. If God can lead you through it, he can he can lead you to it. Amen. 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 Well, it's been a great time. Um, please email us at longdfriendspod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at longdfriendspod. Yes, I would love to hear some Am I the Asshole stories, some confessions. We all have a it. link. We have a link to a Google forum where you can submit them because I want to judge you if you are an asshole. Oh, me too. And if you're not, want to apologize for other people's actions for that. Correct. 
Well, love you all. Can't wait to see you next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>